0: Fox
1: News alert millions of American families. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much <laughs> for joining us for CBN News I'm George and Thomas. We begin with the latest
0: warning here at St. John's Hospital, There are certainly a lot of headwaters here at the LAPD. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for CBN News Watch. I'm George Thomas. We begin with the latest in the coronavirus pandemic. That's one of the cases here in the U.S.
1: issue going on with rumble go figure
0: <laughs> it seems like everybody i watch that streams like dual streams to rumble yeah. or odyssey is just constantly having problems
1: pretty much um, which i you... which
0: i imagine is probably a good thing because i guess these platforms are younger so they should kind of get that stuff out of the way now uh but <sighs>
1: yeah i mean i i've heard nothing But like troubles as far as like Odyssey stream. So,
0: yeah, it's uh, well, like, so I watch Nick Ricada uh, pretty religiously, and he he's been uh, well, now he's try casting because he's doing YouTube, Rumble, and Odyssey all at the same time. And what he's finding is, yeah, you, you see, uh, Odyssey, it does this weird thing where it'll if you stream over 2 hours it'll like cut your stream up into 2 hour sections and stuff which is horrible for posting because yeah. it just gums up, and, you know, and like somebody like him who does a 5 hour stream means you're getting these 3 video posts and you know uh that's,
1: that's garbage
0: losing chats and stuff like that it seems like but i i guess you know when you're looking at the kind of coming into the space of social media stuff and trying to replicate what youtube's doing which all these sites seem to do. And I'm not sure if that necessarily is actually going to ever fix things. Uh, You know, this is something I talk about a lot is like this idea that there's going to be competition that comes along and competes with YouTube and somehow does that within the market. Well, I don't think that's what the market needs right now. Uh, I don't think we need a YouTube competitor. I think we need a YouTube replacement and I don't think that comes from another YouTube. I think it comes from something that innovates and creates something else in the space. Because uh, this whole, like, you know, every every one of these services comes down to the same idea, which is you take a piece of content, you put it up on a website for people to watch. Oh, yeah. uh, so, and that goes for, you know, that's every platform that that anybody uploads anything on these days. So I think maybe... You know, a video content platform that does something a little bit out of that, you know, normal box is going to be what replaces it. It's not going to be. Eventually, people are going to be tired of the media platforms that they're using today, much like they became tired with cable. You know, yeah. Uh, and, yeah and, and then, then
1: HBO we, comes along. So, right. We, exactly. We need yeah, and the we, HBO.
0: Yeah. And we've seen I mean, we've seen what happened to the cable industry and we've watched social media and uh, Hollywood media turned right back into cable. I mean, right now, any given person could have six, seven, eight TV subscriptions for various streaming services. Uh, you got Netflix, HBO Max, uh, you know, di- you've got Disney Plus now. There's, there's, uh, ch- you know, NBC has their streaming service through Peacock. And so what happened is all those cable companies, Uh, just did exactly what they did with cable to, you know, new wave media or however they want to word it. It was taken over the same way that cable was, or not even taken over. It was the same thing cable was from the very beginning. I mean, if you don't think the people who started these companies like Netflix and and those various uh, streaming services didn't think from the very beginning that that was the road they were going to go down. I mean, that that's what they wanted to do from the start. Uh, And now they've done it. So I think somebody else has to come along and innovate and do something a little bit different. But Odyssey well, it's, has a serious like the streaming thing is that's the bit that's because that's what will bring traffic to a oh, platform yeah. is streaming versus just video creation because streaming makes them go to that platform at that specific time. Well, and that so that seems to
1: be the future right now too. So
0: Yeah. Well, especially in podcasting. You know, like, yeah. uh, there a couple years ago, the wave was to record a podcast and put it out. More and more people want to hear stuff live now. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I think that's definitely interesting to see. I think there's a, air, a bit of air in it, right? You know, I think when mm-hmm. you listen to somebody live, it's something, there's something added to a conversation when you hear somebody trip up or you hear somebody say something uh, wrong or... You know, trip over their words. I think there's actually something good that people like uh, from hearing that. And again, I think that's a that's how we see all this change because you go from you go from cable to you know I watch YouTube more than I do any TV show series. Anything yeah, me like too. That. Uh, I probably watch. 90 percent youtube compared to 10 percent actual television or film now because most of the time i'm watching a movie i'm watching an old movie and you can only watch those so many times before you kind of kill it uh you know this is this is the lord of the rings thing i only watch the lord of the rings trilogy once a year because i don't want it to get old for me yeah uh you know same thing star wars like the old star wars so there's a certain bit of like Well, once you know what kind of movies you like, what kind of media you want, if there's nothing new being made that fits that, uh, then you just don't find yourself watching too much of it. You know, like the most recent show I've enjoyed was Yellowstone. Uh, This is a perfect example of a show that's attempted to do something outside of the norm for Hollywood television series um, and has paid for it. I mean, the, the, the people who they've been trashed in the media, you know, so but it is what it is. I know. I saw they got. They couldn't go to the. A bunch of them couldn't go to the SAG Awards. Um, Why? Because they because they weren't. Uh, because you have to be double vaxed and wear a mask <laughs> while you're at the event. And there was one of the actors. I can't remember the guy's name. He's one of the ones. The guy with the big handlebar mustache that plays one of the one of the branded workers. He uh, he he put a video up on Twitter that was like calling them out for it and it was oh it was, it was very enjoyable it was hilarious I, that's
1: that's ridiculous though i mean if that's the choice of uh, get vaxed or don't attend an awards show uh i'm not going
0: and not only that but sag is about the saddest group of yeah it's it's uh, i you know i i have family in california and stuff it's like that's historically yeah. is just not not a great organization (laughs) yeah i don't think i i don't think it would pain me that much not to go to one of their events we'll put it that way
1: (laughs) yeah seriously it's uh it's whatever i mean i think the the uh award shows are just a big jerk off competition anyways you know
0: it's it's a pompous excuse for celebrities to get together and whack each other off and you you end up with this (laughs) kind of Funny situation where when somebody does come out of the woodwork and kind of call them out for that shit, they kind of get brushed aside. You know, you kind of see that with the Ricky Gervaises of the world. Uh, I think we kind of saw that with Kevin Hart, which is funny enough, people don't talk about that angle. They talk about the fact that Kevin Hart was canceled from hosting. I think it was the Emmys or something like that. But uh he had talked about the fact that he was going to kind of do the, what Ricky Gervais had done, that he was going to kind of go after the celebrities that were at the event. And so I think part of him getting kind of moved along as their pick had something to do with that. I don't think they like a character that goes up there and calls them out for what they do. I mean, you know, you have a, a character like Ricky Gervais who got up there and talked about slave labor, how all the, how all the celebrities are whining about slave labor issues but then supporting yeah. iphone and purchasing apples and you know uh it, that kind of stuff i don't think they like that too much so i think keeping that as well, and as soon as they got rid of them what happened well the the fucking viewership plummeted no one wanted to watch the thing
1: yeah
0: uh and i think that's perfectly evident of how society has gone over the last couple of years People are just fed up with the way the Hollywood and that whole side of things is con- uh, kind of congested, and, and no offense, you know, to the people that I I know and do talk to quite often from like Odyssey and those kind of groups, but uh, they are running into a situation where they might find themselves doing somewhat the same thing, where you kind of just congest into this big conglomerate that eventually gets moved along, and some other yep. conglomerate comes along and replaces you, um, and that's a, you know. The other thing is, a lot of these, these new platforms, they build themselves up, they get these companies, and then what do they do? They turn around and sell to somebody else. And that's what we just yep. saw with Rumble. Like, people are popping up and talking about how great this company is. But from what I understand, they purchased a company called um, uh, – what is the – it's a, uh, Locals. Locals, yep. that was it. They bought Locals, which was Dave Rubin's social yep. media platform, I believe. Yeah, you know, which that's had,
1: a I, I had high hopes for that platform honestly.
0: And but. and now that now that what you see this and some people will say well this is just two great companies coming together to work together. And that could be true. Like 10 years from now I could eat my words on this. But from what yeah. I see now is I see a company like Locals that had created an ecosystem where people could go and support uh people that they enjoyed and have a pretty uncensored experience where they could talk back and forth with each other and have a very community-based kind of uh way of contacting the creator. This is something yeah. that I taught that I think is very important. Um and and as people start to grow shows, especially in the libertarian space, because there's a lot of people doing that now, including myself. Uh, if for some reason you do go on to get some form of fame with a show or you gain some notoriety within the media or you get some people that actually want to listen to you, I think one of the most valuable things that's been lost recently within all of the media is the involvement. It's, it's, and it's not the involvement like, uh, you know, I did this Zoom call with, uh, with you know a couple thousand people it's just having a, a creator that acknowledges the existence of fans and actually gives a shit about their opinions. Yeah, um, you know, exactly. Social media is a tool that allows people to communicate with creators, but it's pretty much impossible to communicate with a large creator on things like Twitter um, or uh, Facebook or Instagram. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you I I, I still, you, I I, still...
1: I. How about now?
0: Nope. I am not hearing you.
1: All right. How about now? Not hearing me at all? Mm. Son of a bitch. I can hear myself. Okay. Let's see. Son of a bitch. Okay. Okay. How about I think now? it's
0: on my end.
1: This is what we're talking about. Fucking tech issues. That's all it is. <laughs> Testing. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Uh, I still can't hear you. Uh, see, everything looks good on my end. Let's see. Let's just bring up the Can streamers. you hear me now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Uh,
0: all right. Let me leave and come back. All right. All right.
1: All right. Let's see what's going on here. So hopefully, uh, yeah, we get him back soon. Um, in interesting, uh, topic, really just the, uh, um, the tech options that people have as far as entertainment, it's kind of, I don't know, kind of, uh, weak these days there, there's, uh, what I was going to say to him, to him, uh, before he left that i agree with the oh there he is
0: well i can hear you again i think
1: all right yeah i yep. can hear you i checked I don't the know what
0: that was but i checked the stream too and i could hear you on there so i didn't know what was up i think it's just something up with maybe well stream <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Let's exactly <blame> them <laughs>
1: i mean it's not like that is uh, not an uncommon thing but what, what i was gonna say was what what's interesting is because you know there there is a call for youtube alternatives um and i i like that call um but i i think everybody rumble odyssey pretty much any other platform is selling themselves short by introducing themselves that
0: way Right. Yeah, it's almost like you're shooting your company in the foot before you ever Mm -hmm. get out the door because they are, from the very beginning, comparing themselves to not only a company, and yes, they might look at it, well, we're comparing ourselves to a company that's hated because those are the audience that we're trying to garner. And that's true, but you're also comparing yourself to a company that has billions and billions and billions of dollars at their disposal and has tens of years of site manufacturing they've they've gotten this website this whole platform down to a fucking science and you're coming along and trying to compete with that science and so yes you can compete with it but you should do it naturally you shouldn't be doing it from the start and saying this is what we are because you're not like that's the truth like odyssey isn't competition for youtube youtube looks at odyssey as a fucking joke like if we're Mm -hmm. being 100% honest yeah you know just like Rumble. Putting out their whole thing, we want to pay Joe Rogan, was a joke. I mean, that's what it was. They publicity didn't expect stunt. Rogan to take It's a publicity stunt because they want to be looked at as a serious company because they know that Spotify looks at them as a fucking joke. Like, yeah. And so if you want to compete with those companies, you compete naturally. You build up a company that does a service that's either close or the same as what they're offering. But you beat them. You beat them by garnering more people to your site or garnering support naturally. And you can do that by paying people to come to your platform doing that. I wouldn't do it by paying Ethan Ralph to come to your platform. That was a a mistake made by Odyssey. And I I think that was a mistake. I think they were stupid to do that. And I think they'll continue to to find that that was a mistake. Because I think that guy is a fucking just cancer. I (laughs) I agree. Yeah, it is what it is on that regard, but yeah, as, uh, as long
1: as it's a a learning experience then
0: hopefully that that's fine, yeah. you know. Hopefully the the takeaway from this is if you're going to contract somebody to be part of your your platform that you you pick somebody that people actually want to watch or like.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that does go a long way to actually traffic i mean and
0: there, there's a guy on the internet who i used to uh flame on forums back on the day this this character named ppp who did something this is and no one's gonna know the context of this but ethan ralph is a man on the internet i highly suggest you look up uh sunrise productions does compilations on youtube it is the funniest thing in the world but uh one of the things that happened in that whole thing... Oh, I lost my train of thought. Let's just move on. Ethan Ralph is a funny human yes. that should not be on... Uh, should be allowed to be on the internet, but should be laughed at and ridiculed. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Yeah.
1: I mean, if if you open yourself up to the internet, you are fair game for yeah. public well, criticism.
0: And, you know, again, like... <laughs> For instance, you know, Odyssey, I guess one thing that I would say about their platform, too, that I find a little bit weird is just how difficult it is as a content creator if you want yeah. to put something up there. Like, um the process to st- for streaming is not streamlined, obviously. Uh, I don't think the process to uploading and doing that stuff is necessarily streamlined either. There's there's a lot on the content creation side that has been neglected whereas the agreed front-facing site what you're looking at looks really nice and I think that's an aspect that YouTube did the opposite for uh, YouTube had a very minimalistic website that didn't look very spectacular whatsoever when it began but it pumped a lot of resources into giving content creators as much ability to do things as possible Um, Well, and
1: they, they just did that too. Just, I think like a year, year and a half ago or whatever, they pumped a lot of money into live streaming.
0: Right, exactly. Well, yeah, because of the big boom of Twitch and needing to compete with that. And so if Odyssey wants to compete with those services, they're not just competing with YouTube in that point, they're competing with six other gigantic streaming platforms and even small streaming platforms that are still bigger than Odyssey. These are places you know that are that are what, little known on the internet that are still getting more viewership than than the site will when it goes to live. And you know if they wanted to boost a ton of you know traffic to the site, then they're going to go out and they're going to pay individual streamers, and that's fine. Yeah. That's going to boost individual uh you know viewership to the site, but it's not going to spread that viewership out enough. Uh, you do that by building up you know by being known as a content creation platform. You have to get the notoriety within the space. And it took YouTube years to do that, by the way. I mean, you you think about the original uploaders on YouTube, the first guys that were around, the Niga Higas of the world, the Freds, these, you know, know, Fred was like this irritating guy, went on to go have a Nickelodeon show and shit. But when YouTube started, those people, you know, uh, the idea of being famous from YouTube was not a concept. It was, you were no. uploading funny skits on the internet. There were, you know, cartoonists and comic book creators who would upload little, you know, uploads of their their books that they had written and, and stuff like that. You had, you know, I remember one of the first times that I ever listened to an audio book was just a guy sitting on his couch reading a book on youtube Interesting. Like, that, that was the video like that was how you were getting an audiobook because at the time i just didn't want to pay for the book and i found this yeah. guy who was reading the book i was like this is perfect um you know that is kind of the old school feel of youtube and odyssey yeah wants to play up on that they want to make it feel like they're back in time with the old school version of youtube but they're not really uh because the, the functionality of the site is not necessarily the same from the content creation side of things. There's there's aspects there that need to be cleaned up that make it so you've pigeonholed yourself by comparing yourself to a company. I and mean, this is what it really boils down to. You've compared yourself to a company that has way more resources than you. Yeah. And you cannot meet the burden that you've put on yourself to create a company that compares even to 50% of the site capability that it does at this point. Well, you just know, the,
1: the the sheer magnitude of amount of content that YouTube produces daily. Oh, and it's handles, insane. It, It's,
0: yeah, and it's people, insane. Pe- people think about that from our standpoint, right? Like me and yeah. you go upload a video. Like, oh, there's millions of people doing that a day. Or there's millions of hours of content a day. Yeah, that's all true. There's also thousands of hours of content being created daily by YouTube themselves. Yeah, Like they are producing stuff. They have production companies. It's all garbage,
1: but yeah. It's all trash, (laughs)
0: yeah. Um, But, you know, and and like, for instance, I have YouTube Premium so that I don't have to pay for ads on YouTube. Um, That was the thing that YouTube rolled out, I think makes all the sense in the world, right? Um, A site like Odyssey is going to be harder for content creators to make money the same way it'll be harder on rumble for content creators to make money because advertising companies have 20 years of experience working with YouTube and they don't have 20 years of experience working with odyssey and working with rumble or working with locals or working with any other random content creation site. And it's sort of like in the same way that, you know, uh, I might make a car, And I might say, this is a great car. And I compare this car to a Subaru Impreza. And you might say, well, Subaru Impreza is a pretty dependable car. You know, you're going to get 250, 300,000 miles out of the vehicle. You take care of it. And, you know, it runs all right. And it's got a good engine. And how are you going to compare this gigantic rusted shit heap that you've built in (laughs) front of you to the Subaru Impreza? And your response just has to be, well, because I am like that is the only or because I'm going to eventually compete, or I'm eventually going to build this car into a car that we're working care. on it. We're working on it. Well, then work on it. Don't tell us that you're that you're working towards that. Say I'm working towards building the best video platform site that has existed. Yeah. That's what you're working towards building. And if you're working towards that, eventually you might do it. But If your, if your goal is simply to beat YouTube, then I I think you're already failed. I I think you're, you, from the very beginning, you've put yourself in a losing position quite literally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. It's, it's interesting because I don't know. It's obviously there's a need for that uh, because what, what started this whole thing was the, the call for uh, not being censored.
0: Right. right. Yeah, I I I, and, I talk about it. I, I talk about Sargon a lot as being yeah. the start of it, really. Uh, you know, hit Patreon removing Sargon of a cod um and getting rid of his platform for that in yeah, which that he was made quite a good deal of money. Um started a slew of Patreon replacements. Um the best being SubscribeStar as being the one that I think yep. has kind of replaced it permanently. And that makes sense. Subscribestar literally does the same thing as Patreon. It is just a Patreon clone. Uh, And that's because the service that Patreon gave was perfect. It wasn't really going to get improved on. It was just the fact that they were censoring people. Uh, So when that happened after the fact, YouTube, who was already doing the same thing, they had already been censoring people at that point. Uh, It just became in the spotlight more that they were doing it. Yeah. Because of the Sargon stuff, people started paying attention when these channels with 20 30,000 subscribers started getting nuked. And that's the thing. Everybody talks about it when a big channel gets nuked. Think about all the small channels, right? That, yeah, uh, you know, that you think-
1: won't hear about. Oh, you're muted. You're muted. Uh, famous Stream Lab. All right. Let's double check everything.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. I can hear you now and he will be back technical difficulties. I think I actually have a, let's see. No, not in the overlays. All right, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, let's see, should be coming back. Oh boy, man, just get just getting good too. Just getting good right there in the conversation happens every damn time. Sargon, I actually forgot about him though. Uh, I forgot he had been taken off that platform, so that's really interesting. Yeah, I wonder how much uh,
0: how much of that actually plays in.
1: Let's see, there he is. All so, right,
0: I am not sure what is happening because I'm not doing anything. I'm just in the middle of talking, and it'll just yeah, all day, everything just clicks off, and I, I can't hear you at the same time, so it's it's weird. Um, yeah, the,
1: well, we we are competing against Timcast right now, so.
0: You know. Oh, he's probably being doxxed as we speak.
1: Yeah, he's getting <laughs> swatted not again. Not doxxed,
0: swatted. Yeah, swatted. Yeah. What in? The, what do you think's going on there? Because this—that's interesting. Th- this guy has been what? Is this a total of? What is this? It was two on the one night, and then two. So what? Four or five times this guy's been swatted now.
1: Yeah, five, six times um, all together. Um, I, I, I don't even know because I mean he's been the same person like ever since i started watching him when he was at uh occupy wall street and and so obviously there's there's some weird people out there um why it's happening now i mean he i i would say he is actual competition for the narrative you know like He, he, he is
0: he he put out he he claimed that the, the, the one that happened the day that they had Marjorie Taylor Greene on or whatever was due to the January 6th date. That seemed like an excuse to me. And seeing that the bit. stuff has continued to happen, I'm leaning towards, like, this has got to be either a specific political group that's doing this to him because they're, like, and, and that could be, you know, the the one thing that I keep going back to is that I keep thinking about, like, the Andy Noe thing and, yeah. like, how they, they were together in the news and stuff just a few months before, like, the swatting stuff happened. And so I keep – and Andy Noe has, like, Antifa is completely – like, they want to kill that motherfucker. Oh, so, yeah. Like, oh, they yeah. want that guy's head. Um, So maybe it has something to do with that. Maybe he just got kind of targeted by those kind of groups. Or – and this is something that somebody has been bringing up recently – Maybe this is just all legitimately like the Jack Murphy shit and it is really all that and it's just that fucking crazy but I don't think so like that guy apparently he's back on the internet now.
1: That yeah, um, yeah. So I actually still follow him on Twitter
0: because Oh god, uh, you are still He blocked me. Mm-hmm. I got yep. actually blocked, so I wore that well, shit like
1: a badge. <laughs> I, I, I stayed silent, and, and trust me, it was so hard. It was so so hard, but I was like, no, 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 because I eventually I'll I'll try to get him on. Cause I'm, I'm interested, you know, I'll, I'll talk oh, to anybody. I don't will make I don't sure care. that I am
0: there to leave a super chat and it will be yes. the exact same super chat that <laughs> Dr. Whatever his name was. On yeah, that.
1: exactly. That That'd super chat, that
0: guy spent $5 and started an internet war. i mean he he, his return on investment was like yes ten thousand percent. dude dropped five bucks in the chat and started world war (laughs) three
1: yeah that was amazing i mean because i i was in uh the slightly offensive uh tele telegram chat uh for like a week after that until they ended up getting it blocked on most platforms i still get it on my computer but this is not on my phone
0: this is what's funny about that right is like he uh in his whole backstory like if you dig into jack murphy's like past mm-hmm. he just reeks of the and i'm not necessarily saying fed everybody immediately goes to fed and i don't think that's in the right place i think this actually Agreed. has a much better spot in when you look at somebody like uh uh milo yiannopoulos milo was legitimately a plant like his entire whole existence was funded by these Republicans that wanted to see him kind of get notoriety uh, because they wanted to change culture. Now, whether you agree with people with money and power doing that or not, I think that's exactly what happened with, with Jack Murphy. I think somebody from the left did exactly, or somebody from the right tried to do exactly what they did with Milo. They got this guy from the left, who was a writer who had some experience doing some stuff with the media. They got him to go on places like Tim pool and start launching a career with this brand of a guy who's coming from the uh, left of thing to the right. I mean, that was the book that he literally wrote. Yeah. And then within, you know, what happens? Well now this guy gets found out to be all these horrible things. Uh, Kind of similar uh, to how not, not similar in the aspect of what he did, but it's kind of funny how, Those stories of those kind of people who are placed there by people who are kind of paying their way uh, can have their careers crumbled in seconds. Uh, And Milo had the exact same thing happen. The guy was on top of the world and he and poof, man, he was gone.
1: He he said the one thing about, you know, the
0: the alphabet mafia that you can't say. Yeah, but I think I think it was the fact that he said it and the right the right decided the right that was supporting him that was funding him in a ways and i have the guy's names i have a whole doc that i'm doing on this uh, nice. but they they when when you look at the people that were funding him i think what happened was is they agreed or disagreed or whatever you know from a business aspect with the rhetoric that he was putting out there but when he said what he said they couldn't they couldn't narrative change it, right? You can't yeah. do anything with it. So the Republicans that were backing him would just have to come out and support what he said. And they, there was no way they were going to do that. So they have to clean house. And so yeah. how do you clean house? Well, you crumble a guy's career to the point where he's selling fucking angel statues on a telecom commercial. Uh, that's how yeah. you, you crumble a guy's career. And I think they did the exact same thing to Jack Murphy. I think maybe he was making too much money on the side. Maybe he said something to somebody he was supposed to say. somebody that was funding him decided that guy needed his career. Um, well, and, and what
1: an interesting way to do it too. Uh, Elijah Schaefer and Sidney Watson, you know
0: yeah, like well, and so for instance, like the the chat like you know the chat has nothing to do with the the actual crumbling of his career, and that's what I think people yeah. are missing. That was the random incident, right? Yeah. That was the Milo saying that sentence, right? He That was random, unexpected. The people who were backing him didn't think that was going to happen. The same thing happened here. He goes on a show, and that chat gets left bringing up the cuck article, and he responds in the way he did, and those people are then forced to make a decision on whether or not you're going to stick around or not. And in his case, I think the decision was made. You're not going to stick around because you're not going to be, you know, you're too much of a liability.
1: Well, it was Uh, interesting how uh, his whole backstory came out so quickly. So, you know, that that leads credence to that.
0: People will say, well, it's Internet super sleuths, and that's what they do. And that's true to an extent, but the media attention, right, the the rolling effect of it was a little bit too big. Um, And I think it's something that may have been pushed along. You know, yeah. a little nudge here and there. It's not like we don't think people do that anyway. You know, I mean, yeah, and, exactly. And again, when you have such a clear case of it in other people in the past, I mean, when we talk about like you know, Breitbart, which I actually like, uh, you know, a lot of that 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 kind of stuff. But Breitbart did similar stuff. He was he was funding some people that were on the right that were kind of getting involved in the culture war that way. That well, is I mean, something that...
1: we, we owe Breitbart for uh, Project Veritas. You know, he, he was really good Absolutely. friends with
0: James O'Keefe. Well, Project Veritas is I mean, right now, as far as the media goes, some, doing something again, much like we just talked about with the whole YouTube thing is like Project Veritas did something that's been done before. I mean, it's not, not like no one's ever done that type of journalism, but yeah. they have marketed it and branded it in a way that has never been done before. And uh, yeah. it's it's because of that, that it makes them a piece of competition, right? They've made themselves a competitor with the mainstream press. So much so that, you know, there's all these lawsuits and, and you know, all that stuff and dirty FBI stuff and leaked messages and all that that's going on. Uh, and that's all because he is legitimately a threat and is seen as legitimately a threat. And so people want to be seen as a threat. Uh, to these establishment type things whether it's media whether it's social media whether it's youtube content creation the only way you're going to do that is by competing with something new or better it's not by calling them out and just saying well i'm you know i'm the competitionist. if if breitbart news had come out and used that model they would have failed and would have been non-existent it never would have been a fucking
1: thing agreed
0: Uh, It's the fact that they just came out and said things that they took as truth and let people decide is the reason why they continued to to garner success. Uh, And I, I think that's true in all of these businesses. I see a lot of mistakes from my, and again, I'm no genius. I don't claim to be, but I do contend that I know a little bit about business. And I see a lot of mistakes being made from companies that are trying to compete with the cancellation mob through this, you know. We all know cancellation is a big problem, especially from a libertarian standpoint. We're seeing more and more libertarians get censored uh, as, you know, and I think the libertarians were kind of protected by, from that. You know, we talk I've talked about that before, the fact that, you know, you didn't see a ton of libertarians getting banned from platforms until recently compared to, say, uh, far-right individuals. Yeah. And so there's some libertarians that are going to want to put me up on a pike for saying that and that's fine, you can eat my dick. But the fact is that's no, true. it's true though. And and you know, the 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 reason for that is because libertarians can conform a little more within the liberal space than these diehard kind of alt-right kind of people can. And so it makes us a lot harder target to hit. If you're trying to put us in a box from a, from a terms of service point of view. Yeah. So I think that protected us, but now those gloves are completely fucking off, uh, especially in the form of Twitter. Um, you know, you're going to get banned if you say something they don't like, if they don't care anymore. And uh, that is going to be a problem going forward. So you need competition in those spaces. We need platforms that are actually competing and growing naturally. And so far I haven't seen anybody doing it. They're all trying Agreed. to use this model of, look at us, we're like them. And it's like, I don't want you to be like them. They're the ones that just canceled everybody. Yeah. So if I think you're like them, then I think in 10 years, your company is going to be doing the exact same thing. That's, so that's what that's I thought was case. so
1: funny about Getter. Oh, I, don't know if, God. I don't know if you hopped on there, but I, I, did. I hopped on there for a minute and I just wanted to check it out to see what it was like. And I was like, okay, this is just the same thing, but funded mm. by China you know?
0: It's just red like, Twitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was literally red Twitter. And, and yeah. I was telling people that, I'm like, who gives a shit? Like, there's nothing new here. Like, why would yeah. I want to have eight phones on my app that do the same thing, just because I'm worried about getting banned from one? If that's the case, then I'll just stop using them entirely. And we need to build new platforms, which is exactly what I'm advocating for. Yeah. Like, build a new platform. Don't just copy these guys, because you're just going to fail in the same position. YouTube couldn't have gone the direction they were going without censoring people yeah. because their company would have been crushed just like anybody else's. Like we, we have this idea that Google is such a big company that they weren't at threat of something like that. Well, of course not. I mean, yeah, they're if the not untouchable. Yeah, if, if they were actually allowing people to put their opinion out there with the gigantic platform that they had, they would be gone off the Internet within months and you'd have Congress and Senate being the ones to do it. And the fact is is that you know any of these companies that are using the same exact kind of uh guiding principles or guiding light or marketing strategy are going to fail in the exact same way because eventually they're going to get to the point where they won't be able to put out people's content without approval from somebody else down the chain of command. You have to build something completely independent yeah. and so far no one's been doing that.
1: Well, and uh what was that platform that i lost
0: you again one moment
1: okay
0: i'm bringing up the twitter so that i could
1: all right so i i just remembered the platform that i was thinking of it was uh and there it goes it was uh said Gitter, and now that's all i can think of okay there he is let's see yeah so can you hear me now yeah i got you word so the the platform I was thinking of was not Telegram, but what, what was that other one that ended up getting banned and then Amazon took it off their servers?
0: Um, uh, There was, yeah, that's the big one that happened right before. yeah.
1: Um,
0: oh, parlor.
1: Parlor, yes.
0: Parler. So
1: parlor, I think, is an interesting example because when, when you actually do try to do something different that could possibly compete, then
0: then that's the, the. Yeah, you, that's out, I don't the know, though was Parler anything that different? I was on there for a little while. It just kind of seemed like your basic kind of social, you know, here's the thing, right? Like, and, and this yeah. is where we'll, and we might differ on this, but with, with everybody kind of attempted to cancel Snapchat at first like that, or, or not cancel, but copy Snapchat at first. Like, so yeah. when Snapchat came out and introduced the anonymous messaging thing and having the disappearing messages, there wasn't really anybody else before then marketing that. Like there wasn't a major marketing push within social media to have anonymous messaging. No one really gave a shit about it. And the people who did weren't using social media sites to do it because they were smart enough to know that that was a dumb way to anonymously message somebody. Yeah. Uh, And so now everybody has been duped into using those kind of services to anonymously message. I don't think you can ever anonymously message. I don't think that's a thing that exists. If you think for a second that you're going to send an encrypted message from my computer to somebody else's without somebody being able to see it, I think that's fucking stupid. There's yeah. always going to be a way for somebody to see that. And, and you I know, agree. and, and maybe I'm completely speaking out of term, but I guarantee you any way that could be put forward.
1: There's still a paper trail is, somewhere. If somebody wanted to find it, they yeah. could.
0: And, and from my aspect, like, you know, and, that doesn't mean don't use those services. It just means figure out which one is going to give you the most protection, maybe.
1: Well, um, and also just know what you're getting and into. And
0: know what you're getting into, right? Like, I don't know. It just seems like we're getting into a position where as, as all this moves forward, with social media companies being in the position they are, with brands being in the position, because I don't think people realize that the social media companies have become the mob. Like, they're Mm -hmm. the ones that run everything. If you're a company and you want to make it, you're going to need your phone number. You're going to need your reviews on Google. You're going to need the same thing on Facebook. You're going to need the same thing. You're going to need a social media account for your company on Instagram. You're going to need a social media account for your company on Twitter. Like, they've duped all these businesses into playing the game right along with everybody else. So the social media companies that are doing the censorship, that are doing this, that these companies need to compete with, that need to replace. Well, you're not just competing with general populace. You're competing with the businesses too, because you got to yep. get them to come over here as well. And you're never going to get like a McDonald's to come over to to an Odyssey. Like that's not going to happen. You're not not going to get a not McDonald's unless you make
1: the deal sweeter for them. And then yeah, you're at not that gonna point, you to have over, deep pockets.
0: And you're not going to get them to come over to like a parlor either. Like that no. would never happen. For a multitude of reasons. One of them is that it's a complete fucking echo chamber. And that is kind of a problem that exists. Now, this isn't necessarily a problem with Odyssey, although it kind of is. Uh, but, you know, parlor, Gitter, Gab, these places are gigantic right-wing echo chambers. They exist for only those people and a small population of leftists to screech at them on the very same platform. So you're not gaining anything by being on there what was nice about YouTube and Twitter and Facebook back in the day is you had a multitude of different opinions and that no longer exists. You have one opinion. It's the accepted one. (laughs) So, uh, and you know, I don't think you're going to get that back. You're not going to create a new platform that's successful that way by using the same marketing strategy that the same, the company that just did that did like, yeah, it just doesn't make sense for me. It, it'd be like watching, you know, the Hindenburg blow up and then being like, <laughs> let's build it again. Just identical to the same A little bit different. And it'll be fine this time, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: we're we're going to put so, the ladder on the
0: other side.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, build something new. Uh, yeah. and, it, and if people build something new that's unique that, you know, can do the same thing that YouTube does. Just don't market it that way. You know, don't, don't tell people that you're competing with YouTube, tell people that you're building a company that eventually might replace it, you know, and you can say that in an interview, but, but don't, don't put that out there on a grand stage, because you're immediately making your company get compared to a business that you can't compete with at that point. You know, it really is, it just seems like you're, you're, you're intentionally harming yourself before you even start the race, and it just doesn't seem smart.
1: Yeah, it's 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 kind of interesting that um that Wait, hold on a sec. That damn an beeping. Oxygen machine running. What are you doing? No, around? it's the oven. Beep beep
0: beep beep <laughs> Oxygen machine. <laughs> somebody somebody in the background's uh, getting ready to flatline.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Um, so yeah, it's the the innovation I I don't see it um because it really is is just fighting one side is all well, I see.
0: Well, and the duopoly has infected the social media game as much as it has everything else. Well, it's infected
1: so, literally everything it's right. I mean so it's,
0: it it's became it's became a competition to see how leftist you can be on the left without getting banned how rightist you can be on the right without getting banned we pretend like the censorship only affects the right and it doesn't it does affect like the radical left and the real like the, yeah. the you know those people are getting as affected by getting banned off twitter by getting banned off facebook by getting banned off all these platforms the same way as a group of conservatives or fucking groupers or libertarians or anybody else would so it just doesn't uh. It's about fitting everybody into the stance that they seem fit, which is ultimately the establishment stance. It's like you have to be within these two little groups and if you stray within uh, without, you know, if you stray outside of those two groups, you're gonna get banned. That's yeah. what it'll eventually become. We're not completely at that point yet um, but we're maybe an election season away from having a completely locked down social media presence Uh, and then all these companies that could have been building up alternatives all these companies that could have been putting in the work for the last four or five years that this stuff has really been going on will look like idiots uh because they won't be real competition they won't have built up any kind of real uh consistent viewership within the platform consistent use within the social media aspect of things uh, because they will have marketed themselves as competition rather than a standalone company.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, because, well, there's not going to be anything really different. It's just. Right. Well, be and the that's same the problem. Thing. If you are offering
0: like, the same service in 10 years, I do believe a lot of these businesses will be doing the same thing that YouTube did because they'll need to make money.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm it, not
1: opposed to that, I, but I do want options, you know? Well, right. I, right. I, and I do I'm, enjoy a, I'm the a, options.
0: I'm opposed to any company that is going to do the same thing that YouTube did in the way of censoring people who are saying things that weren't even in violation of their their rules and condition. And that's that's what Twitter and Facebook and all these people do. They just can change those at any point in time. You know, so at any point in time, they can just decide that the way that they interpret their rules mean that you're banned. And and people have brought up, like, how do you solve that problem? Do you have a a court of sense that makes a decision on whether or not uh, this person has actually violated your terms and condition. And maybe that works, you know, Uh, but what state is going to try to put something like that through? I mean,
1: democracy ultimately ends up failing. So.
0: Right. Well, and that's, that's my point. Like, I don't think, I don't think that works long-term, but would, and here's a question. This would be a good one for you. Say DeSantis tomorrow comes out in Florida and says, if you ban somebody on a social media account, you have to take that person to court and show within the court that they violated your terms of service, right? What do you think the outcome of that would be in a year, two years?
1: God, I I, I don't even know because it. first of all, it's an interesting concept, right? That we would actually have, well, first of all, we would have to legally prove that these platforms are not just private companies that they that this has now become the public common grounds or public square
0: right that they've opened themselves up to being an area where everybody is allowed to speak now i yeah and i do and i know a lot of libertarians will hate me for this i do feel like they've done that to a huge extent like for instance you know again. They're making decisions based off of political virtue, and and if they were, if they say otherwise, they're gonna have to come up with a real wonky way of saying of proving it. Um, so, I think assuming, assuming that the that they were decided to have been a a, a, a public square or a common grounds, and that people were being allowed to talk, which I think they are. Like I think at this point, Twitter especially. I think um, they
1: are, uh, but they're abusing that.
0: Right. And I, that's exactly yeah. what I think is happening. I think Twitter and Facebook, especially, maybe not so much Instagram. I know, I know, you know, Snapchat, things like that. Those are a little bit more niche products, I feel like. Yeah. Um, whereas, where where they're focused specifically towards photography or videography in the case of Instagram or in the case of like uh, Snapchat, it's focused specifically TikTok. on, right, or TikTok, right those are a little more personalized. They're a little more niche. I don't think they're going to be touched by the same thing, but Twitter, Facebook, uh, you know, I've heard people comment on it, but even like places like LinkedIn kind of rope into the same uh, qualification of like, well, yeah, these kind of are uh, become public squares. In a sense, anybody can pull out their phone or tablet right now and make an account and post what they want to say. So my, my, my theory, is uh, is that this will happen eventually, that some state is going to attempt to do exactly what I just said. Yeah. Uh, I I could see it being Florida if DeSantis does not run for president. If DeSantis stays there, he gets reelected. That's a possibility. Um. But I, I don't know who it will be. I do think eventually it's going to happen. And I think that it'll actually be very interesting to see what takes place afterwards, because I think you have kind of two situations. You either have the social media companies come to the decision that it's too expensive to take smaller accounts into court. And much like the way a DA might look at somebody getting nicked for something like traffic violations or something, that it's going to be too expensive to take them into court. So we're going to basically not ban this person because it's not worth our time. Right. And I think that would save a lot of the smaller accounts and you would have these larger accounts that would then have uh to go in the court and to, to, to legitimately argue these points, um, or it causes uh, a lot of people to just say, well, we're not going to use your platform right now. And, and this is, this is what I, and this is what I mentioned before is what happens if that is the death of the platform, right? Like, so then do you see the state that comes out and says we're going to do this court system platform setup. up? This is how we're going to govern over it then a bunch of content creators are going to start moving to that state. And that state is going to become the new area where those people create content and other states are going to try to compete with them and they'll do the same thing. And eventually it would create the death of the way that they have been censoring people. Now they'd rebuild it and it would just, they'd figure out another way to do it uh, within the, within the way the law was written or however, but it's just an interesting idea. You know, like I don't think it would solve our problems. But at this point the way the social media companies are operating still under the moniker of a, a private company it just seems like a complete and utter you know snake oil like we we know this yeah. is fake Well <laughs> no and it, it's it.
1: based on on 230 which was a bill that was you know passed and written in the 90s Yeah like like I you know I'm I'm not a big fan of the argument of uh, you know we need to update a lot of these outdated bills that that's kind of a yeah. weak argument, but I think this one is particularly uh, – I, I don't think it falls under that category because yeah. it, it it was governing uh, particular technologies that, for one, wasn't developed at all. At right, time.
0: and we'll just think about the 90s in general where you're at. You don't even have a social media platform. I mean, there is not um, uh, unless he was president. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, the social platform was under Bill Clinton's desk. Like that was, yep. that, that was the social yep. platform. Uh, there wasn't really anything else there. Uh, I'm not going to be able to hear you. So I'm going to reset real quick, but give me two Word. seconds.
1: All right. That, that's an interesting uh, proposition. Uh, I, I had never thought of that, of uh, using courts to be able to, uh, to figure out terms of service disagreements and uh, governing that. Let's see. Let's bring them back up. Oh, let's see. There we go.
0: So at this point, I am convinced that this is something on my end. So I probably could have benefited from restarting my whole computer or something, (laughs) but uh, we're just going to roll with it. If I, if I drop out again, I have my, (laughs) the link up. So I can just refresh it.
1: Well, it's always good to find out, you know, so, yeah, well, but no, shit. that's, I, I was just saying, that's an interesting concept. I had never thought of that. Um, makes sense. So I, I mean, thing- I'm a
0: libertarian. I hate the idea of working within the confines of the government, working with these people restricting private businesses. Yeah. I agree with all of the gripes that libertarians have about this, but I see us getting completely butt fucked over the next 10 years and a complete lockdown of the social media kind of space. And i well, don't see otherwise how can
1: out. how how can libertarians compete though if unless we do work within those confines to a certain degree uh well,
0: i think so i think for instance i mean if if a libertarian uh you know platform were to take off we're not going to be banning individuals uh and, and at least i would hope not um, and yeah. in that case, the, the idea of, of needing to defend us banning somebody is non-existent. So it would only be a plight to these people, uh, to the people running these massive, uh, you know, the ones who are censoring people and to the ones who and, you know, for instance, like people will say, well, in that concept, what about like an OnlyFans or something that's more geared towards a specific niche content. And that's where I think it's a different set of rules. I think if you, if you say beforehand that this is what you do on your platform, that's a different story. But in the case of Twitter, and the case of Facebook, that's not what happened. They have marketed themselves as the all-around social media hub. And as a result of that, I think they should be seen as exactly that, the all-around social media hub. They've put themselves in that position. They've garnered the amount of people that they have and they've you know in my opinion actively made decisions on behalf of the federal government and if you're doing that then surely you're certainly not a private business not the same way that you know the pawn shop down the street is or the you know fucking gas station down the road
1: well i mean you you start receiving public funds you know you uh get funded through stolen money then uh yeah no you're not and i mean private company uh, how many of these companies have been how how long have these companies actually been public for one that you could right. actually buy stock in so no none of these companies that we are actually up against actually are private so none of that argument i fucking hate that argument i think yeah. it's so stupid well and
0: not only that but like by keeping themselves as as non-public entities you know they can have a lot of investment that comes from outside the company so a lot of the times you get these businesses and for all you know this could be happening with twitter you know where you have some outside political figures that want to funnel some cash through it and make sure that it it is as big as it is that could be happening too you know there's a reason that some you know there could be a reason that's bigger than just what we're not ready to go public you know and i think that probably exists in a lot of those companies almost a lot lot easier to keep a dead paper trail that way
1: that's very true so the i i have always taken the stance that these platforms are the public square uh, we're at the start of the digital revolution um and
0: so i could th- i could see an argument for the entirety of the internet being a public yeah. square and I, I think that in itself isn't an, an unheard of argument
1: well well here's I mean- why i think these platforms though specifically Facebook and Twitter um uh, even YouTube itself but to a lesser extent. The reason why is try going anywhere on the internet and not finding a like or a share or a tweet button yeah. anywhere. Uh-huh. I mean, unless you hop on the dark web. I mean, yeah. I, I guess you won't find one on 4chan, which seems to be uh, even dying right now as well. Um, yeah. But- the
0: only, the only real like free speech forum left on the internet is Kiwi Farms. Yeah. And God knows how long they'll be able to last. You know, I mean it's... I don't
1: know. The the comment sections on uh BitChute are pretty oh, brutal. Those
0: are pretty fucking good, <laughs> man. Oh god. I have seen yeah. some I've been on some like uh I used to go to BitChute to find this is a this is actually interesting. I'll talk to you about that. I don't know but if you enjoy these type of videos. I love like the SJW compilation videos, love it, but not these new ones. The new ones with the TikTok and shit. This is all stupid. This is this Well, is it seems a
1: little too easy.
0: Yeah, it's too easy. I want to see the people that protest, the people out on the street. That you know, people grabbing signs and all that bullshit. Yeah. SJW video like compilations are completely dead on YouTube. They've been just nuked because channels just get you know banned if they post them. There isn't really any of them around. Like yeah. There's no one making that kind of content. I went on BitShoot. I found some old ones, and I'm watching them, and the comment sections of those videos. Holy <laughs> shit, man! It is some grotesque. It's bad, yeah. and I'm like, I and mean, I consider myself to be kind of a vet around that stuff. It's like, yeah, it is pretty bad.
1: <laughs> well, it's it's interesting. You know, a, a lot of these uh, these people that were in uh, Call of Duty waiting rooms. You know, they grew up. They learn a lot new of words.
0: Too, black Ops two. Exactly.
1: A lot of these people, they grew up. They learn new words, and yeah. it, it's it's fighting back against a lot of these "you can't say this" crowd. And mm-hmm. so, of course, it's going to come back ten times as harsh. The like, trick it, is just what happens. The
0: trick is, and this is what all these people that are young need to learn. Because I'm 22. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm a kid, uh, young, not a kid. Yeah, but young. The fact is, is if you do have something that you think makes you special and you think makes your identity special, like say you're Jewish or you're black or you're Latino or Latinx or whatever you're being called <laughs> this week, um, keep it in your back pocket. Use that when it's fucking useful. You don't fucking put it on your Twitter bio. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't put it on your Facebook wall. You're fucking like that you're you're making that your identity when that should be something that is not only yeah you know, it's part of your it's it's part of your identity but it's not part of your world view right it yeah. shouldn't be the way that you make decisions and uh you know like i i'll have people that call me out for comments i make online because i am a bit of a troll and i'll be you know referred to i've been referred to as nazi a few times i'm jewish like my whole family was jewish <laughs> but i don't put that out like uh, well, now I do because yeah. I started clowning on people, uh, and Israel pro posting right along with Reed. Coverdale.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! Yeah, that's it's interesting. You know, the, this race thing has has really pissed me off because I mean, race is just as important as hair color. And I mean, you you start making a lot of these arguments, but you base it upon hair color, and you yeah. start you start realizing how stupid and just intellectually weak that that you argument your, is.
0: You make your existence the the most useless part about you.
1: Yeah, like, exactly. Well, and not to just, mention, you didn't earn anything. You just are. No, it just, just is.
0: You just exist, right? You know right. and I think that's probably what the what the you know Marxist kind of ideology that kind of stuff likes about that stuff is yeah. because anybody can be a part of it. They can get anybody involved in it. They can get anybody to be tricked into kind of buying the snake oil. So it makes it a lot easier to garner a successful venture because you can get more people right off the bat because well, you all have a race, right? right. you know so and you were all just given to it. you don't have to work for it. So it's not something that everybody is individually going to have to go obtain. Mm-hmm. So it makes it easy to garner support. You know, yeah. That's, that's why it's still around to this day.
1: Well, and that, that's actually one thing I've, I've learned off of a clubhouse. I don't know if you've ever I, been on I'm on clubhouse
0: platform. every once in a while. Yeah.
1: So I, I got on there because of the, uh, the, the libertarian friends that I've made on there. Um, there's some really good people, um, you can find some really interesting conversations to be a part of. And the yeah. idea of social audio is so different. Um, so I think it has its own special place. However, I have experienced personally more racism than any, anywhere else in my entire life on that platform.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know, another one, there's, there's a, and, and I, will, I, will, <laughs> I will bring this app up on my phone so I get the name right. Cause this place is, it is hilarious. There's an app called Stereo on iPhone and, and Android. It, it it is like a podcasting app where you go live, but you can have other people leave you voice clips and you could add other people to the call and stuff. Oh, and kind of a similar setup. But it is primarily used by like 90% African Americans. Like, okay. and I don't I don't know why. I don't know if it's the marketing. I found out the company is owned by Russians, which that's just weird. That's, that uh, is kind of weird. And, uh, But regardless, I sometimes will go on this app. Sometimes if you're a libertarian and you go on this application, you will find me on there at like 3 in the morning just <laughs> arguing obsessively with people. And the reason is because is it's the biggest like – sphere of one opinion that I've ever seen and it is the most racist conversations that I've ever heard take place. It is like a, it's it's people talking about extermination. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean Yeah, like, I've heard
1: those discussions.
0: Oh yeah, it's like this is fucked. Like I'm yeah. not okay with any of this. Like... It's like
1: yeah, it's exactly like hey guys, I just got here. Can we kind of chill out a second? <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: I just got in. What did I miss?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How did we get here already?
0: Like The, the, the Seinfeld Kramer. Like, you walk, first <laughs> through the door. You're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Whoa, why are we talking about killing Whitey? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had, there was a guy on there legitimately giving a conversation about what poisons affect the white race more than black people.
1: Oh my god. I is shoot insane. you insane. This
0: is an actual conversation that was being had, and I was like, I, "I like." Part of me wants to believe that some Russian oligarch orchestrated this entire thing, but I know that's not the case. Yeah, that's. <laughs> like, it, it's like, these are interesting. That, people are just that fucked up these days. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's true. It's interesting to observe from the outside if you're not involved in it.
1: It is. Uh, I've had a lot of fun with uh, those platforms. I I think we'll start wrapping up here so we can uh, get on with our days and everything. Um, But it's kind of an interesting point because if you remember right when Twitter launched, like whatever that thing is, social rooms or whatever you go on and you speak, it's kind of like clubhouse or whatever spaces spaces. That's what it is. So when they launched that, like, they had actually gotten a lot of bad press because of a lot of those supremacist rooms, right? You know, and uh, it was black supremacists. Yeah. Um which I'm not opposed to these people having room for a platform.
0: No, at all, absolutely not. And, uh, and, and I think it's horrible, but if you, you know, ban them, they're just going to go somewhere else and yep. create another sphere. Like, you know, this is what we and I I talk about, like the Donald. Which was this giant yeah. subreddit that got nuked off of Reddit, and it was one of the big, one of the biggest like pushes politically from the right that I saw. Because when those people got banned, they just flooded everywhere else, yep. right? And it just spread all the memes, spread all the stuff around. And you know, I think these companies are going to bite off more than they chew in that extent because they're going to ban people and kind of screw themselves almost long term. I think these social media sites. Including YouTube and everything, is eventually going to, much like cable, fall out of uh, good graces with the standing of public, and people will look for another type of platform uh, that does it better. And so, yeah. I'd rather that a libertarian or somebody in our space now be the one to make that, uh, which I don't see happening.
1: Uh, yeah. No, we're 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 too uh, busy arguing about who's going to control the party
0: well, to be able to who's going to control the microphones. Yes. Not even the party, but there's just the microphones,
1: man. <laughs> I forgot about they that.
0: They can't even keep the microphones. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> we, ne- we don't need shit. to ch- We need to take over the party and apparently buy a sound system. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's yeah.
0: going on, but that was... I, I'm from Alaska. I'm watching that stuff just dying laughing. Yeah. Going, that... my God. Oh, I can't hear you. Of course, right at the end
1: yeah oh geez yeah interesting thing anyone who doesn't know talking about uh the pennsylvania um state libertarian party convention that has just passed uh this past weekend uh let's see let's bring him back up yeah the the pennsylvania convention the the
0: pennsylvania convention from my perspective here in alaska was just Sad and hilarious watching uh my fellow brethren in the Big Titty Liberty space. Uh you know, Waldenberger, who has uh turned into just a slug of a human, just walk (laughs) up when I saw the video of him walking off and I saw the edits of it. Oh my god. I was (laughs) I was a little bit tipsy last night after coming home. Cause we hit a long drive and I was just yeah. drinking white claws, dying, laughing at this. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. Yeah. It's great to see the haters get owned. uh But at the same time, it's just good that we know that, you know, long-term things are going to be better for the party, which is I yeah. think, the whole fucking point. Um, but that, that whole convention was who man, what a doozy man. I, I, I think it was Angela McArdle. Somebody posted on one of the social media accounts. They were like, uh, I'm going to bring a flak jacket to Reno. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've never heard a truer statement, man. Yeah. That's fucking insane. These, like these people are fucking dude. People like Jackie Perry's of the world out there trying to take people's fucking hair. Like take your fucking meds. Like what the fuck?
1: Oh God. That's it. Not too many things actually make me cringe.
0: Dude, you that made only, me cringe. My only comment on it. My only comment on it was I, I quote I screenshot it and quote tweeted or something. And I put out, I know some Alaskan shamans that'll fuck you up.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, was, I was like, you wanna go around and start taking motherfuckers' hair? We can start having the magical battle. Yeah, <laughs> like, Right. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, oh. it's just like there are legitimately insane people within the LP. Yeah, uh, there are legitimately insane people outside the LP too. But uh, the ones that I care about at this point are in there. And Jesus Christ, man, that's a doozy.
1: Yeah. That's a yeah. that's
0: a person who, that's a person who starts clubhouse uh, chat rooms and says things about race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's what it sounds exactly. like to me. That's that's some demented shit. Like those are the type of people that I see. <laughs> this is bad to say it, but those are the type of motherfuckers you actually expect to show up at places and do shit that they shouldn't be fucking doing <laughs> hurt people like those yeah. are the fucking demented like i mean that's some like psychotic
1: that is some weird shit and why would some, you put that on the internet
0: too why would you put that out <laughs> there like the most it's it's not even bipolar it's it sounds like some schizophrenic bullshit like yeah. it's like, what are you fucking on? Like, or what do you need to be on? Like, yeah. How can we help you?
1: Exactly. Well, and you know what? I there, there's a, a certain level of me. You know, the libertarian. At some point, that's like, of course, these people still have rights. Oh, but do they, do they? Do they need to be, able- to be in? Do they need to be in charge? Though I don't think if so. if you
0: want to be a batshit crazy person, you can be batshit nope. crazy. But the second you start talking about taking people's fucking hair, we need to have a conversation about whether you should be making decisions for other people or not. Because I don't think you can make decisions very well in your own life at that point. (laughs) If you're prioritizing stealing people's hair, I don't think I want to take advice or have you leading people to anything.
1: One, I, d- I don't want to end up having to amend the platform to have some sort of a clause about voodoo about, magic
0: about voodoo magic or hair <laughs> removal like if yeah. if, I've got, if we have to get keeps as a sponsor for the libertarian party <laughs> so that we can all continue to supply jackie yeah. perry with their voodoo doll fucking material yeah. then we have a problem as a party <laughs> yeah right
1: so so are you heading to reno
0: um, it, so it's up in the air. I'm going to my state convention, but it's, it's difficult travel wise. You know, yeah. I can, it's not a money thing. Like I can afford the ticket and to go, but I work and the, the conventions in June, which is like dab smack in the middle of tourist season for all of the, the towns in, in Alaska. Cause yeah. July is our like busy month. So I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to get the time off from work yet. But if I can, I'm going to go. If not, then yeah. I'll be at the state convention. We have some people we hope to send us, you know, and, and that is that is what it is. This is going to be my first state convention, and it's going to be my first event at an, uh, an LP event, my first LP event where I'm an organizer. Uh, so it'll be a little yeah. interesting. Um, but so far, everybody I've met in the state has been nice, except for a few. So, yeah, and those are the... People that we talk about that are, you know, either yeah. vindictive or aren't getting anything done.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just complaining about uh, certain mm-hmm. other people. I mean, for the most part, though, it seems like it, they're they're a pretty small minority, comparatively mm-hmm. speaking. Um, they're they're just really yeah. loud.
0: Yeah, so. it's it's noisy people and people who use social media and these things as as tools to to really kind of just. Voice every little thought that they have, you know. I, I find it funny that every single one of the people who we would classify as haters or, you know, lollbirds or whatever you want to call, it, are all the people who are super active on social media. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. The, the, I, I there, don't think that's a coincidence.
1: No, there's definitely a, a correlation there. So.
0: Yeah, and you know, just like the somebody being. Uh, somebody voicing to the world that they want to steal people's hair. Um, <laughs> and Just like that person would put something like mm-hmm. that on the internet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, again, I just like, you're just kind of left with this like, well, um, maybe social media has made people uh, a little too retarded. And yeah. it's time to take a step back and go, well, if, if you're talking about these things openly, <laughs> maybe it's time to, to look at yourself take some introspection like you know yep. i watch a video of somebody losing weight it makes me want to go lose weight so i go to the gym again and i go try to lose weight that's what i'm doing this summer but it's like like that's that's how you do things yeah you don't then go well well i don't like this person so i'm gonna post on social media about stealing their fucking hair <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's gonna be acceptable to everyone, oh, uh, I'm well, not uh, going to get any blowback for this at is, all.
0: What is absolutely insane is that the people who are in that clique, these useless humans, uh, are are they do they do they actually fall right in line because they too mm-hmm. are they're obsessed. They're not even just obsessed. They're obsessed with pretending like their obsession matters, yeah. right? So. Somebody says something completely batshit insane, uh like I'm gonna steal people's hair, and the response <laughs> instead of being you are mentally fucking ill, instead becomes you go girl. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> and That's uh, what I'm like,
1: talking about. Yep. Y- uh
0: you might also have some problems. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, but-
1: it's I don't know. If Reno's definitely going to be interesting. Um, Reno cause... will
0: definitely be interesting. You know, I, I think it's going to be eye-opening for sure. I mean, yeah. it's going to be for, for everyone involved. It's going to be eye-opening for Mises Caucus people to see everyone and kind of get an idea of, holy shit, like this is what we've actually been working towards. And hopefully, by the end of it all, it's an eye-opener for the people been ruining the party that it's time for some new, uh, new blood.
1: Yeah. Well, and, you know, as as Mises myself, I, I just want the party to do well. I want the party to actually be able to compete against these two deeply entrenched, corrupt uh, crime families, you know, the, these these yeah. mafia structures. I just want us to be able to compete against them. And when, right. and, when, and when they overreach like, well when they overreach, like shutting all, us all down, telling us all to wear masks. I want my leaders to actually fucking say something about it.
0: Yeah. Well, much like we were talking about with the social media thing, right? Like no. I don't want I don't want the Libertarian Party to say we are we are gonna compete with the Democrats and Republicans and we're gonna win these elections and this is what we're gonna do, because we know that's most likely not what's gonna happen. What I want you to do is do as much as you can as a political party to show that you are fighting for people's liberty, to show that you are going to compete with the Democrats and the Republicans and the duopoly and those mafias that exist within our government and, and world. And the actions will bring people to the party. Yeah. And the marketing that you do showing those actions will bring people to the party. Stop making marketing talking about what you're going to do and start making marketing showing what you fucking did. You yeah. know? I, and, that, and that's the biggest thing. Like you the damn smots of the world. Like you, you, you get that guy making, you know, with, with, with what he's done with the editing stuff with uh with the system is down. Get that guy making edits about every city that has, that has done something within it with libertarian support to garner some liberty for people. Yeah, You know, make that your marketing, not we're going to do this. No, you're fucking not. You're not going to do it because you can't. And everybody who's voting for you and everybody who's supporting you is stupid for thinking you can't. Because we all know that that's not going to be what happens. There is no big savior that's rolling in. No, we need to take control of things slowly. We need to close in on the duopoly and squeeze them out. And the only way you do something like that is slowly and surely. And you do that by getting a consistent uh, base, a consistent libertarian party, one that has a consistent membership and a consistent group of people that are willing to fight for its values. And right now that hasn't existed for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, I I think the Mises caucus right now is doing the most to get that um, back in place. I don't think that it's going to be immediate either. You know, I, I think there's a lot of Mises people that have a tendency to think that, well, Angela's chair and the people that we don't like have left the party and and the aftermath and the dust settles and we're all done. Well, no, uh, it's going to take years for the Libertarian Party to really get its feet under itself and to get in a position where it can really hit hard. And I think that is going to be the real test. You know, whether this experiment with the Mises caucus works it's after the convention. It's not the convention. Like, you know, the, the no, convention, the convention
1: is... just allows the experiment to actually happen.
0: Yeah, the, the the aftermath and what comes after that is going to be the real judge of whether this idea can work. Now, I think it can. Um, but again, I think it works on a local level in smaller ways. And you slowly build that up by gaining an actual core group of, of real libertarians that want to get the work done. Um, I don't see that with these people, right? Like, I don't know how much work you're doing if you're posting about stealing people's hair. I don't know how much work you're doing if you're posting uh, about talking about members of a caucus going to jail with no evidence of anything that you're fucking talking about. No evidence of any accusations that you've made. Nobody within the Mises caucus has done anything substantial within the lives of these people other than maybe make them butthurt. And uh, if being butthurt is the gauge that it takes for you to get uh, vindictive in the way that these people have been, why hasn't that been being targeted towards the government? And why haven't you been being channeled that vindictive rage into something that would actually garner some fucking liberties for people and move people into a space that supposedly you as a member of the party have been working towards the whole time? Yeah. And so I, I just see people who are more interested in the drama aspect or bitching about the existence of drama than actually getting something done. And I think you can do both. I think I can like I can troll somebody on Twitter and talk to an organizer at the same fucking time. And yeah. if you can't, then learn how to multitask. Uh, because you should be having fun while you're doing this stuff, Whether you oh, whether yeah. people want to admit it or not, like, you should be having a blast interacting with other libertarians. Like, yeah. even if they don't like you, even if you're debating with them, that should be fun. Like, I have fun uh, arguing with people every once in a while. It, it's enjoyable to try to, you know, see how you can work your idea and get them to see what you're seeing, you know. Uh, yeah. and, well, literatarians- and that's,
1: that's the beautiful part of this uh, this philosophy, this party and everything else is we got both sides. It's not an echo chamber yeah. like these other parties.
0: Yep. So we actually
1: Absolutely. can do things like that and we can be productive about it. Yep. So, All so right. yeah, on that, I think we'll wrap up here. Honestly, it was a great pleasure to get you on because I've been wanting to get you on for a while. I knew oh, it was, was going to be a great conversation. Oh, yeah. So we'll we'll definitely get you back on. Go ahead, plug uh, where you are, where to find you, what you got going on.
0: Um, I guess the two things that I'll, I'll kind of shout out is the Twitter, which is just at Liberty Layton. Um, and then my YouTube channel is just my name, Leighton Radner. And I don't have a ton of streams up there now, but I've got some guests and stuff up there as kind of placeholders. And I'm going to be rolling some new stuff out over this next week. Cause I got a new computer and stuff. Uh, Word. So that'll be out soon.
1: Hell yeah. Well, uh, everybody else, thanks for making it to this point in the conversation. Uh, go and check out those links below. It's rise to Forward slash free speech for as long as that lasts and rise to liberty.com <laughs> slash links to where you can find our presence pretty much everywhere. So, um, make sure and uh, go to check us out there. And I don't know, things are uh, things are happening that are uh, really interesting all over the place. Let's see. And uh, yeah. Make sure to check us out there. I've got some really interesting guests coming up. I've got, a uh, uh, Clint of Liberty Lockdown coming next week. Uh, I got Reed Coverdale at the end of the month. Uh, I've got a person who grew up in the USSR in a couple of weeks. That should be interesting. I already had one, uh, previously, which was a great conversation. Um, so yeah, we've got some, uh, cool conversations coming up, so make sure and, uh, subscribe, like, share it out there. And, uh, Until next time, stay free, my friends. Later, dude.